Smell those eggs and bake. It's time for Breakfast Talk, a podcast covering a range of entrepreneurial and independent comics creation topics first thing in the morning. Of course, please like and share if you're enjoying our special seasoning. And be sure to subscribe to join us every Monday morning, 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Central. Let's talk. Richard Jones III is joining us <laughs> for a comic panel on comic-related items. Go ahead, Richard. Seven. Hola. Wow, that was like perfect timing. It was. Damn right. Yeah, they're all nice and tight right now. Yeah, I'm not Hell drunk, yeah. but I'm getting look, there. Look, Rich. Oh, I've seen it. 11% alcohol, man. Yeah. That ain't nothing to play with. We, we running with the bulls right now, brother. I don't, I don't even. This is 5%, so this is not. <laughs> Were you going for the Indian game of the century earlier? Dude, Dylan was destroying everyone. And with I was dog. Their sanity and their humanness. I got some Tennessee uh, moonshine upstairs I could go and grab. Look. <laughs> Gra- grab it now. Yeah, because I have to go to the bathroom anyway. Yeah, so exactly. You can totally do whatever you this, want. This is a nice right time back. to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, we don't. We don't want any of that. No. <laughs> okay. Well, while Greg is gone, I'll be the host. So, um, tell us a little bit about yourself, about your comic, about your creations, about anything that that's relevant to what you're creating right now. Go ahead and just give us maybe your elevator pitch, and then move on to kind of like what you envision as a creator sure uh i started out when i was just out of high school um been drawing all my life but got into comic books out of high school i seen where the industry was going so i quickly quit and went to graphic design i've been doing graphic design for about 20 years really quickly yeah what do you mean by that what do you mean um you said i saw with yeah exactly uh, in the early 90s, uh, the industry kind of went to a pretty big crash really quick. Okay. Um, there was even people I was talking to, like Don Simpson. He literally was at a con and was like, this is this is it. This is the last gasp of the comics. Wow. Um, so after that's... that, I figured I'd get out of it and get into graphic design. Do, do you think that's a stark contrast to where it's at today? I do. Um, yeah. Mainly the movies have actually is what brought it up now. I mean, you think so? Oh yeah, yeah. Because um, not to mention the indie. Right. It seems like the indie books are just top shelf, man. Yeah. There's so many good indie books. I oh. think that when it hit that that um, that shelf, because I was I was at that point I was just I was still a fan. I wasn't yeah. a creator at that point, yeah. and I was going to conventions pretty often, and even at that point where it was like there was a shelf you know where where you know indie creators could come into the game and even marvel dc they kind of had this like shelf of where they were at before the movies came out Mm -hmm. there was still a very active group of like independent creatives and even you know independent artists that worked for you know specific companies like dc on a freelance basis or marvel on a freelance basis where they were still creating their own things so what do you think was is the difference between that market then and 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 our market today uh that market then it was um it it was over it was overdone especially with marvel Mm. um in what way they were printing millions of books Mm. Just okay. oversaturating everything. Yeah. Um, 
that's why i mean you before everybody thought that they were going to retire off of the you know going and buying 50 superman the death of superman and what was the other one x-men um yeah and that's why you could find those for a dime a dozen now what do you think was the 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 mindset of the big two at that point money yeah unfortunately I agree. Um, you guys got really deep before <laughs> I got back here. No, because you know comics and the rebirth. I'm not I'm not that's against exactly that. it. I'm not that's against exactly that, it. Yeah. No, that's exactly it. Is is where we are now with independent comics being very predominant in the in, in the industry and, and being able to fill a huge gap that the that the big two are not able to fill. And we've been talking about that through breakfast talks. Um, you know, from from one to now we're at what 17 18 19 though too is like honestly although dc and marvel ironically killed the comic book industry their movies brought it back to life because right as it died down new people couldn't become fans of something that was obscure but the movies made it brought it back out of obscurity people start diving deep they start looking into the old comics and then they go oh there's like this whole other world of indie comics that have never made but what's interesting yeah just i wouldn't put it just all on marvel and dc it's i mean all the stuff that's going out on netflix and all that stuff that's yeah going out on amazon and all platforms oh, yeah. but I'm the, the marvel I'll, I'll say the mcu is what rebirthed it because like there's been like uh superhero tv shows forever right oh, yeah. Yeah. but i think that like because like the netflix marvel one's phenomenal well even the Flash Arrowverse, like that all came about after the 2008 Iron Man started the MCU again. And I think from that moment on, the branch out, like even the fact that indie artists have been working this whole time getting better. So by the time people started like looking towards them again, you have these amazing like nobodies. I'm saying that like they're not the two big ones, but they're like doing amazing stuff over here. So it's not like indie artists couldn't hold its own. It's that it needed no, to No, of course out. not. Of course not. The, the The problem was that they had huge market budgets. They had they had you know yeah, they had corporate they had Disney. Yeah, they had corporate backing. <laughs> they had corporate backing to really to push marketing budgets to their maximum potential. And that's and that's really what I'm talking about. Is before those max marketing budgets came into play, what was the industry like before that time period hit? And like in that really like where you felt like comic industry was kind of shrinking as opposed to expanding like it is now. Yeah, the, back then, I mean, the industry. I think the reason why it wasn't doing too good was because of the movies. I mean, the technology wasn't wow. there to do the movies. Okay. Um, There's a lot of people back then that had a stigma towards comic books. You know, only geeky kids read comic books. Right. They were the only ones that cared yeah. about it. Yeah. And now you have everybody and their brother um, that. You know, loves so, Hulk or Iron Man, yeah. or whatever. So you think the marketplace has just kind of opened up as as it's perception has changed, changed yeah. towards like, oh, it's not just for nerds and geeks; it's for everybody. Well, and there's, there's, for everybody. there's a lot of people out there that don't even know they've watched a movie and don't even know that it was ever a comic book. Right. Like my mom. My mom yeah. I find that out sometimes, and I'm yeah. like, oh, that's that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, my mom loves The Crow. We've watched The Crow before when I was younger, right? And yeah. she didn't even know that was a comic book. Even like stuff like The Walking Dead, like, yeah, but all that stuff. But I was going to say, too, I think, yeah, The Walking Dead is a prime example of that is like how something can be from an obscure indie creator 
and just create this legit its own fandom like outside of like okay yeah you have ramirez zombies you have you know you have this this trope of 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 zombies that's in movies but they created their own vision of what that looks like in a comic book format and it carried over into a cinematic format and it worked so well that there's 11 seasons of this cinematic version of this comic and it, and it wouldn't have happened without the predecessors you know of film of comic of all these of all these horror you know kind of like genre indies that, that came before it. it wouldn't have happened. Yeah, and I was I was gonna say the interesting thing is that like you were saying like the old comic book movies are actually what hurt the industry, and then it's almost like at the, the time, movie. yeah, at the yeah. time, yeah. So what I was thinking, which is really interesting, is like once the new ones came out and people saw how badass Iron Man could be, suddenly you find out that some of your favorite like rappers, for example, were inspired by Spider Man. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, right. yeah. like every yeah. one of them. Like if you listen to uh, it's a growth uh, market. Yeah, but it's like, a growth market for it's, sure. It's one of those things where it was never really broadcasted other than internally in the music and you had to listen to it. But now yeah. like I was at the 2018 New York Comic Con and there was a whole panel of musicians making their own comics to give back to the thing that that inspired them, that kept them going during their tough times. Yeah. So it actually yeah. went from being the geek thing to being what you – like the cool kids, like the cool kids running yeah. the, the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got – who is a DMC that's got his own comic book out? Yeah, there's, um, there's yeah. yeah, there's a few. There's a uh, Coheed and Cambria that's been doing it since yep. they were a band. Um, uh, lights, look, lights came out with a comic. This, this is the Revenge of the Nerd scenario played out in real life. <laughs> it's true though. It like you know, it's true. Like you look at the movies, Revenge of the Nerds. Like legit, they were making something that that was forward thinking, and that's what comics are. Comics are forward thinking viewpoints on like stories and then now the the culture is starting to catch up to those viewpoints yeah you know what i mean to, they're starting to realize it's not just a, a kid's thing exactly there's actually so, some substance behind it as all right so we, we want to turn this panel over to you because this is your time you know what i mean yeah. like this uh, is breakfast cool, talk. I'm yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm sorry no I, and i'm trying to hand it off over to him because i really want him to like like i want you to be the highlight of this because this is your time um, but like, what do you think has like regenerated the surge of, of comics? And then how do you fit into that? Uh, I think or, or break the mold or break the mold. You know what well, I mean? I like think what's regenerated the surge is the storytelling, the quality of the storytelling um, and the artwork too. I mean, there's some killer freaking artists. It is hard as I'm 40 years old, man. Uh, what, <laughs> 33. I just decided to get back into it at 40 years old. I mean, this stuff behind me is stuff that I've done just this year. Wow. And it's, <laughs> okay. If you can give us a, a good viewpoint of that, yeah. too, that'd be great. Yeah, get out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> there, you awesome. there you go. That is awesome. That's epic. Yeah. Don't but, uh, you ink for Prell? Yeah. I, yes. I, I actually went to a Comic Con and met Adam. Showed him some of my artwork. He loved it. Um, then went to another con, met him again, showed him some more artwork. And then he hit me up that night and was like, hey, do you want to ink for my book? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> I think he, yeah, I think you were the one that he was talking about when he's like, yeah, I actually have an inker that does some of my stuff now. I was like, 
Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I like it. Adam's so probably in the future, you will be inking for our comics because he works for us. Hey, <laughs> so, hey yeah. I'm, I'm willing to do anything. I don't care. I'm this <laughs> this far away from hooking. Look, you know what's funny is on another episode <laughs> of Breakfast Talk, I encourage people to put their work on Pornhub. So that's, <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Like, it, it's a marketplace. It's that's a marketplace. A great, that's a great freaking idea. I'm stealing that. <laughs> Go for it. I'm legit like two seconds away from doing it myself. So just open to OnlyFans. If I if I didn't get the contract signing that I wanted on the, this year round, I would have been on. <laughs> <laughs> but no, man, that's I mean, I guess it's hard as hell to dig into this business right now, especially being the age I am and having kids and married and we just bought a house. Like I had. Bro. I had a design job for a shoe manufacturing company called Magnani. Um, as soon as the pandemic hit, got Done. laid off. Yeah. Uh, and we just bought a house like two months before. Please <sighs> hire him. Do you do you just do you just ink? Uh, sorry to cut you off, but do you just ink or can you like pencil and? I do pencil as well. Um, I'm not as fast as I need to be. Being yeah. as, so, uh, what practice. what? How fast do you think you can do a page though? Just uh, probably a page a day, depending on how detailed it is. That's like faster than some people I know. Okay, that's good. That's now, the I'll, that's the industry standard. <laughs> if if I was to cast out an well, industry know. standard, that's Adam the, that's pay. the industry standard. Adam could draw like these fast. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you just like, the, look, but, it, but inking, inking is such a different skill set, you know, and people don't understand. It's such a different skill set to oh, take yeah. someone else's pencils and then bring breathe life into them because sometimes they can be so stiff and so crude and you round them out into something that's much more relatable, something that's much more adaptable. You give them shadow, you give them depth, you give them weight. So that's something that some people don't understand. An inker's job is very, very tough. And and people just think of it as, oh, you're a tracer. You know, that's that's the whole thing about, right? Like the inking industry yep. is like you're a tracer. You just yep. you just line over other people's work. No, you make you give it depth, you give it weight, you give it substance. And that's something that cannot be recreated by just a, a, a technical process. It has right. to do with the personality. Right. And that's something that, I mean, I, I'm, I've been trying to practice even more on inking. Um, I love Bernie Wrightson style. The mm. way he used to ink. Oh my God, that guy is amazing. What's um, his name? Bernie Wrightson. Bernie. Wait, I feel like somebody else. If, just... I know. That's why. Yeah. I'm... Honestly, if, if you really, really want to know what inking is, you need to go back to the 50s. You need oh, to go yeah. back yeah, to the origins of the shit. Because at that point, these guys were like professional quality illustrators that were being hired on for top dollar to illustrate right. these comic books. Right. And it wasn't it wasn't an independent process. It was something that was like DC, Marvel, big, big budget projects hired these people to ink their works because they're blacks. 
The, rec the, the recognition of black to white in contrast and even grayscale was so defined that they were an artist in their own right. Bernie Wrightson? Yeah, Bernie Wrightson. Now he looks familiar. I had to see him. I was like, the name, like somebody said it yesterday too, and I'm like, the name sounded so familiar. But I see his face now. I, I remember it. If you, if you look at Eisner, look at Eisner right now. Look, I mean, if you can Google search Eisner, there's, there's a development that he has that is black to white. Cloud that is, that is something that Will Eisner. That is something that is not found in the industry today, and is because it was so individualistic. And that's the point: is like we're all imitating Eisner as we we you know produce these comics, yep. and all of us are trying to adapt to these this this like godly status of Kirby of Eisner uh, of of all these different artists that were like you know really they understood what their medium was. You know, even if they were an inker, they understood that was their medium. They weren't a penciler. They were the media. They were the inker. And that's what's missing in a lot of comic books these days is the rendering of artwork is really just not there anymore. They're like, oh, we'll, we'll just throw color on it. But the way that comic books used to be is they would put cross hatching and things like that because yes. the color wasn't good enough to produce what needed to be produced. 